We are all in sales, whether you'd like to admit it or not. In today's video, you will gain five proven sales strategies in less than 10 minutes to help you find more success sooner rather than later. If you find yourself in a capitalistic system like I do here in the US, people vote with their money. Economics binds us all together. If your car needs gas and you turn up to the gas station, you need to exchange money in order to get that gas or any other product, good or service. There's infinite money out there for the taking, so you may as well embrace selling and get really good at it because it's never going away. One of the biggest misconceptions people have about sales and why they reject the entire notion of considering themselves a salesperson is because they, they visualize that used car salesman making the cringy ask or going in for the hard close. And in reality, this couldn't be further from the truth because if you truly wanna excel at sales and always get what you want out of any given situation and command top price for your product, good service solution, you need to understand what does the other person want? You cannot force people to do things they don't wanna do unless you put a shotgun barrel in the rib. You cannot consistently and predictably get people to do what you wanna do. They have to wanna do it themselves. So how do you get people to do what you want them to do and what they also want as well? You need to ask them questions to understand what are their desires, what are their problems, what are the issues they're facing in their life? What do you want? It's as simple as that. What do you want? And based on what they want, you can then position your solution as a resolution to their problem. And as a result of this solution, it's gonna help you lose weight, it's gonna help you make money, it's gonna help you get in that incredible relationship. So it starts with understanding what people want. And in my four year software sales career, this is incredibly important to my success as a sales rep because I need to ask targeted questions, open-ended questions, assumption-based questions. Hey, I understand as a bank, you probably care about the customer experience at these retail locations and great decision-making and, and making sure the employees are there uh, doing their thing, providing great customer outcomes and making more money, profitability. You need to understand their business, how they're making money, and then ask the right questions to understand what they want. And based on my experience in my sales job, you can make more money the more expensive your solution. So if you are selling trinkets over the phone, a very short deal cycle, very transactional, or you're selling vacations or, or lower end insurance, it's a call, do you want it? Yes, no, boom, close the deal. Whereas if you're selling software, the ticket price or the overall cost of the solution is much greater, which means you can make more money. So the lesson is the more expensive the product, good service solution you're selling, the more money you can make. So if you are selling candy bars at a gas station, you're capped out on the outcome you can recognize in the form of income, revenue, money. Whereas if you're selling multi-million dollar contracts to the government or big corporations, you are putting yourself in the best position by selling the most expensive solution possible to the people that actually want your product, good, or service to solve the challenges they have, which is why and how you will command top dollar. Another misconception people have about selling is that they are making money. The central bank prints money. They make the money. They print the bills. They create the digital money in the metaverse out there swirling around. You don't make money. You take money. You take money from other people. So when you start to think about it like that, your money is not actually your money. And the money that you are taking is not actually their money. It's nobody's money. And the less emotional you, you can become to the money, the easier it is to say, hey, it's gonna cost $100,000 for my solution. Give me your money. You are there to take their money. And an analogy I've learned is that money is like water. Water is always flowing. 
You have water in ponds. It evaporates into the sky. It rains into a stream. It goes out to the ocean. It's always flowing and it's super dynamic. And it's the same thing with money. It is always flowing. So you think you have $20 in your checking account. Meanwhile, you go to Chipotle, you pay Chipotle $12 for your burrito with extra chicken and guac, whatever it may be. Chipotle, it's not their money because they use that money to pay their suppliers, to pay their employees. The supplier uses that money to pay the farmer. The farmer uses that money to pay the people that work at the farm. They use the money to then go back and eat at Chipotle. Money is always flowing. So when you start to think about it like that, it makes it easier to say, I am here to sell my product and take money from other people. And it's no one's money, so you may as well take the money so that you have more money at one given time. And when you start to think about it like water, imagine a dam. If you block a dam, you are stopping the flow of water. Meanwhile, money is flowing, so how can you get in between the flow of money? And there's millions of examples where money is constantly flowing, but as you think about the company you work for or the product you're selling, I sell a software solution to HR buyers, human resources. What does human resources care about? They show up at their job, they're incentivized to attract talent, to get more people hired, to retain the talent, people stay, and to develop them so that they become more efficient. They have budget, they have money, these companies are making money and they wanna allocate to these outcomes. So I'm sitting here saying HR buyer here, outcome they want right here, there's the flow, they have money, I need to get in between the flow and I need to understand what do they want by asking the right questions so that I can position, position my solution as this is the only way to get you what you want. Another really important sales lesson to build on this idea of money flowing is to become hard to replace. Scarcity has value. Think about that beachfront property. It's really expensive because it's hard to replace. You can't just get beachfront property. It's, it's really expensive to build there it is incredibly hard to replace. So how can you make your solution more scarce while also being hard to replace? And, and, and this, this applies to countless examples. For example, LeBron James, one of the best basketball players to ever play. You can't just replace LeBron James in the draft. That is why he continues to get these really expensive contracts because you don't just replace him. So when you think about your solution as my solution is scarce, and there's their strategies around, hey, you gotta buy by this time period. And you, you see this all the time with internet-based goods. They say, um, for example, on airlines, they say three tickets left. Meanwhile, there's more than three tickets left. When you go on Amazon and they say, there's only two left in stock, it creates more urgency and it seems scarce. And that's why you buy sooner. And when you're selling an expensive software solution, there's strategies around this. You can put um, contingent time-based discounts on your solution. So there's there's ways to create this urgency, but as you think about the, the concept of being hard to replace, it starts with understanding what are the prospects required capabilities? What are the must-have items of their solution to solve the challenges they have? How can you quantify the negative impact to their business as a result of not having that? It's costing them $100 million a day, for example. Okay, so this problem's costing you $100 million a day. We've agreed that you need reporting, you need analytics to solve this, which is what we have. And when you position your differentiators in your solution, as the way to get the positive business outcomes that they want, all of a sudden your solution is scarce and it's hard to replace and they can't just go find another solution that does that thing. So that's applicable to high ticket items when you're selling expensive software solutions or really any product good service solution that's really expensive. And then an additional sales lesson here and the final one I'll share today 
is speed. Speed is everything. How can you go from idea to collecting money in the marketplace? A real life example for me is I've made close to $10,000 from my website in less than three months. SoftwareSalesGuide.com if you wanna go take a look at it. I had this idea that I have people that watch the channel that are in sales looking to get in sales and what do they want? They want pipeline, they wanna be more successful, they wanna get promotions, they wanna make more money. All the things that I want as well, that I'm a chapter or two ahead in the book because I've done it, I've made 50,000 cold calls. So I thought, okay, how can I, how can I solve this challenge? Build a cold calling guide, really condensing all the information I put out publicly and sharing some additional best practices, putting it all in one place, going deeper on a training, packaging that together, and then putting a dollar sign on it and charging money for it so, so that people take it more serious and, and, and don't just watch it and skim it. It's, oh, if I paid $100 for this, I am taking it serious. So I had this idea, so I needed to take it to market. The challenge was, didn't know how to build a website, I didn't have a product, um, I didn't know exactly how I would sell it, although I, I did have distribution in the form of audience fortunately, because I put a lot of work building this. It was all about speed. It was about creating it, uh, putting it to market, and just immediately going. And this is, th this is applicable to sales because when you start a sales cycle, it's really important to go from initial meeting to getting the customer to sign or closing that sale. It's all about speed. One of the ways to simplify and get more speed is to reduce, less is more. So reduce steps, reduce complexity, make things simple, say, what do you want? This is what I have. Do you want this? This is what it's gonna cost. How do we get this done? Boom. And that is the key to sales. That's how I think about making money. And if you follow those lessons, that will help you find more success sooner rather than later. If you got value in today's video, hit the like button, comment down below for the algorithm, subscribe to the channel now, share this video with a friend, and um, have a great rest of your day. Bye.